everyone. Good day, good morning, good evening, or good afternoon, whatever time it is in your place. This is Love Sophia, and this is Musings of a Wholehearted Woman. I thank you for being here as you want to uh, improve yourself or to know more about yourself or to be of help to other people. I thank you for having that kind of intention and I hope that being with me in this journey will really help you with that. And I have a few announcements. Uh, I already have a Prezi video and I prepared some slides so that our viewers will also get to have an outline and also a visual um, cue of what I am talking about. So all the musings that I have in the podcast uh, will from now on will have this Prezi video. So if you want to check it out, I have the links in our description box so that you can watch it also. Alright, so without further ado, let's dive in to some questions that I had pondered in the past how many weeks because as you know, I wasn't able to give you a musing or reflection because I needed to apply um, silence on my in my life again and I had to reflect on my own about certain things and of course the most important part is that I had goals so I needed to really do some self-care first on my on myself all right so I have a few questions um, did you ever had a chance that you had a plan and it did not go your way? Have you felt overwhelmed with the things that you should do because you weren't able to foresee it? Last question, have you felt frustrated by how people behave or their opinions that is different from what you think about them? I am asking you these questions because we'll be talking about expectations. So, what is expectation? Expectation, according to the Merriam-Webster, is a strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future. Furthermore, it is an act or a state of expecting it is an anticipation, an expectation of what would happen. And I have highlighted very important things such as future okay, and anticipation. Why did I highlight those in the definition? It's because the expectations that we have are in the future. Okay? And all of us, whether um, we are aware or not aware of it, we have expectations, okay? We have expectations of ourselves, we have expectations of other people, and we have also expectations of the world, okay? It includes 
the happenings, the events that happen in our lives, even what happens in the world. So, if ever we have this um, expectations that are not met, we will tend to get overwhelmed or frustrated such as what I have shared earlier in, in the questions that I asked every one of us. So before we, we dive into the consequences, I want to share to you one of the theorists in psychology named Carl Rogers. So Carl Rogers is a humanistic psychologist wherein he had this idea about our real and ideal self. And if ever our view of ourselves, just like the cat here, is different from what our real self really is, then there will be some consequences to that, especially on how we perceive ourselves, our worth, etc., etc. Okay? So, here's the question. So, what is the consequence if there is a large difference between our real and ideal self? So, it has still this kind of relationship on expectations because this is something that how we perceive ourselves and what we want ourselves to be is an expectation of ourselves and we can also apply it in how our life should be or how other people should be all right so i want us to ground ourselves first on ourselves so that we can reflect and we can really ask ourselves okay how do I view myself how do I view my worth how do I value myself is it the same as is it realistic or is it way way different just like the illustration earlier maybe the view that we have of ourselves is very low or we have a view that is way beyond uh, the reality that we have, the capabilities, the abilities, and also the talents that we have. Okay. So, Carl Rogers also said that if there is that difference, large difference between ourselves, our self-image, our ideal self will have incongruence okay so what happens when there's an incongruence as you can see there there are two circles the self-image and we have also the ideal self and as you can see between the incongruent and the congruent ones much less is the overlap between the two circles in the incongruent. However, in the congruent, there's only, there's a bigger overlap. So more or less, okay, as, as I want you to think about is that if there's large incongruence, maybe our ideal self, the, th the self that we want in the future is way, way, way higher than where we are right now. 
Okay, so a very concrete example could be we wanted to be a, a singer. This is a typical example that I tell my students. We wanted to be a singer just like the Celine Dion, Beyonce, or Sarah Geronimo, or the different bands out there. Okay? But our capabilities really for singing is we will have like 10 years to prepare so that we can go to that to that kind of mastery of that skill so that there is a little overlap between our self-image and also our ideal self so what happens self-actualization can be difficult and when we say self-actualization it's on the point that we value ourselves we get to relate with others better we also accept our own limitations and even the wrongdoings that we did in the past because they are not who we it is not what we are it's not the whole okay so that's what a self-actualized person is so when we are when we have a congruence between our self-image and our ideal self we can go to that state so in counseling and also in therapy one of the goals of the therapist or the counselor is to make it more congruent the self-image and the ideal self okay all right so this one is the Beck's cognitive triad of depression so we are talking about expectations right so if the incongruence is there's incongruence on our self-image and our ideal self we might have this kind of negative views of ourselves of the world and even of the future and this is actually one of the things that uh, if you will if you happen to know a person who undergoes depression they will have this kind of of thoughts okay about themselves about the world and about the future as I as is indicated in the picture that we have for the self saying that uh, she or he is not good at anything um, negative views of the, about the world example is nobody likes or cares about what I do and lastly about the future I'm never going to be successful all right and that could be one of the extreme things that might happen I'm not saying that all of the people who have this incongruence will undergo that okay so I'm just making you aware that it can be one of the things that might happen and even it can lead to anxiety okay and I also wanted to include this the cognitive triad of experience is that because it will give us a pre um, a preconception of what will happen in the next how many episodes that we will have okay so I will introduce this idea now because 
our experience, our psychological experience, includes three different things. We have feelings, we have thoughts, and we have behavior. Okay? So, most of us are more knowledgeable about thoughts and behavior. More likely behavior because it's tangible. We can see this from a person. For example, a person is is delinquent or a person um, that's an identity, sorry. Uh, have they delin del delinquent behaviors? A person is misbehaving. It's more manifested. However, there are still things that are in our psyche such as the thoughts okay so and there are also feelings and if ever uh, we are undergoing something for example the manifesting behaviors that being lazy uh, procrastinating on a certain task but there's there are still underlying things inside us. So it's like an onion, but when you peel the onion, there's still underlying skins on it. So we go to thoughts, we are more aware about the thoughts, like nothing that I do matters. Oh, I, I, I don't start a project because nothing that I do matters. So that's a thought. However, a feeling, which is more tricky in other people's awareness you know, feelings are really effective you no know, they are emotions they are energy in motions and it can there we have actually five universal and basic feelings such as sadness happiness or joy disgust fear anger so those are very um, um, fundamental feelings that a person has when we say I feel like I'm not I don't like to go out so that's not a feeling okay so uh, we have to attach a feeling or an emotion as an emotion such as I am I feel bored that's why I rather stay home uh, I feel sad that uh, a person um, or my boyfriend or girlfriend does not call me okay saying that I feel like you are judging me that's a thought that's a bias so that's a different thing okay so right now I will not delve too much time with that I just wanted to make you aware that we have this cognitive triad of experience which includes our feelings, thoughts, and behavior. And more likely that the manifesting behaviors that we have are more tangible and there are more to it. So that's why I wanted to to emphasize in our in our discussion today or in, in this conversation is that we have this also in our expectations. Okay, so that's why if our expectations are not met, we may behave in a certain way. Okay, we may also feel in a certain way and we will think in a certain way, such as what I've 
been saying a while ago that when we when we have expectations okay it's either if the expectations is within the the congruent view of ourselves ours our self-image and our ideal self if there's congruence we will feel challenged we will feel excited right and our thoughts could be yeah i i wanted to do this because i know i can do it right i've got this and you will behave in a certain way that that will lead you to to success however when expectations are not met or there is incongruence we may feel overwhelmed or frustrated that we may think like i'm not good enough okay we have those kind of judgments to ourselves like i'm not good enough and we will tend to not do anything about it or maybe on our expectations of other people we may if there is a constant chance that our expectations are not met we may feel that we may feel angry or sad about what they are doing and we may think we may we may have biases that that person does not does not care about me or maybe i am not good enough i'm not lovable and it will also manifest in our behaviors we may become uh, do things like magdadabong right or we may also get angry at them we may fight at them right so that's why this is very important that i have shared to you uh, because uh, that's how our brain works and this is one way to make you aware of what's happening in our brain okay all right so now the question is what can we do to cope with this is there anything that we can do of course there are many things that we can do first we have to increase our frustration tolerance and we have to manage the overwhelming feeling so first thing that we have to do is to look at the bigger picture for increasing the frustration tolerance so just like this bird right it's looking at the bird's eye view it's looking it's looking in the canopy so we will ground ourselves and okay what is the context if you're doing something that is high stake look at the bigger picture okay why did the plan your plans that go your way what are the factors probably the fact one biggest factor that we have right now is there's a pandemic right there are a lot of limitations okay what else um probably there is something that happened in your family that you need to attend to so look at the, those different factors that might have caused the delays and of course we have to be more realistic in our expectations we have to compromise right so the mantra that i have is 
we do our best given the resources that we have wherever we are. So we manage our expectations, we compromise. So how do we adopt? How do we adjust? So that's the, the best thing that we can do. And you can go to our podcast on controlling what you can control so that you'll know more about how to do deal with it. Okay? And of course, we have to manage being overwhelmed. So how do we manage to becoming overwhelmed? First, dream big but start small. So just like the, the seedlings and this big tree, right? The big tree became big with being a sibling, right? So in the same way also, in whatever that we do, we need to start small. We have to manage um, certain tasks, okay? We have a big project. We have a big vision for our career, for our academics, or for studies, or even for our relationships. But we have to start small, okay? But it doesn't mean that we have to compromise the standards that we have like the principles that we have so that we could we can do something no what i am just telling is just start small okay but you have to uphold those standards and of course take it one step at a time you know sometimes when we are overwhelmed we want everything to be done all at once but how do we eat an elephant? We take one bite at a time. So we have to chunk the elephant. Okay? As you can see there, brisket first, four chunk first, short plate first, the loin first, okay? The ribs first. So you have to start small and to take it one step at a time. And lastly, to also be kind to yourself okay to to also forgive yourself if you weren't able to meet all the things that you've expected of yourself and even to others okay because when we become kind to ourselves it can manifest also to other people okay all right so i wanted to share about what i believe in also, this is a very, very important part of me. So, with regards to spirituality, we also actually need to get to know what is our expectation of our God. What are our beliefs about how we should relate to our God? Okay, before I, I had this view of God na someone who's very very high and mighty that he is just there and I have to do my work I have to do everything I have to control many things and there just came a point that it actually had to compromise my health because I I wanted to control many things 
and I did not really um, get to see that God is God and He can do many things and He can make miracles and I, I just have to do the part that I have okay and part of it is just for example in the gospel about the miracle that he created he multiplied the loaves and the the bread and also the the fishes I just have to give those and to make him do the rest because there are many things that are outside our, of our control right and for those who are um, doing having a hard time no? if in a way you are feeling down or you're feeling low or you're feeling lost know that we have a God who is uh, is, who is the good shepherd right? he was able to um, look for that one lost sheep and that's how compassionate he is that he will look for you just like in the prodigal son he is a forgiving God and when you feel that you're not worthy anymore just go back because with his outstretched outstretched arms he will embrace you he will go to you with an outstretched arms and lastly I know a lot are suffering from any kinds of diseases not only actually COVID-19 but even with the loss of a loved one and even with with all the things that's happened loss of livelihood and many things the plans okay that we had for ourselves that were not that were not done that that did not go our way know that there is a god who will hear your heal your broken hearts your wounded hearts in this picture this is part of the healing of a leper okay and an expectation that God will heal us actually in our spirits okay because sometimes there are questions of I had this kind of disease but he did not he did not he did not heal it I prayed and prayed and prayed but we have to also look into our expectations of him because as said always that God may answer your prayers either by a yes or no or a not yet okay he will grant it as long as our hearts are also in line with him but even though sometimes there are people who are very very righteous there are times that God will not answer it the way we want him to answer it so we have to really ground ourselves also in our expectations of him 
not only in our expectations of what role that we we do that we we take right and for us who are continuing to serve this is a friendly reminder from Saint Louise of Lisieux that actually our Lord does not look so much at the greatness of our actions or even at their difficulty as at the love with which we do them and it is also to ground us that no matter how productive we are the Lord looks on our intentions on the love that we put on that it doesn't have to be really great even just smiling to another person okay it's already enough as long as it is out of love and if we are more able we can do more and we are being grounded and we are also being lifted up to do the things that we need to do So today, we have talked about what expectations are and also what are the consequences if we have an incongruent sense of self or even of others and in the ideals we have. And we can do something about it, okay? There are ways to cope. We have to increase our frustration tolerance and to manage being overwhelmed. And this has been Love Sophia. I want to tell you that you are worthy and you are valued and hopefully just like this stream this river we will be life-giving to us to ourselves and also to others so thank you very much for your time take care and we have some playlists and and videos and we have also some of our links to our social media accounts so please do if this adds value to your life please like and subscribe